0: Today on Podcastification, we talk about the part of the podcast niche domination formula that many podcasters don't want to do, saturation. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. Podcastification is all about you. Teaching you how to podcast, how to put into practice the best practices that I and my team have learned in working with hundreds of clients. You are going to podcast better from listening to this show. If you like what you hear on Podcastification, please just hit the pause button, swipe to the sharing function on your app, and share this episode with somebody you know will benefit. And if you'd like to get in on more Podcastification goodness, You can do it by subscribing to our Podcast Optimizer email series, and I promise you, you won't get lots of junk. You'll just get one actionable email a week. Go to podcastfasttrack.com slash optimizer. That is enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. You know, earlier today, my wife asked me to go out and do something for her. And that was to water the plants. And she gave me instructions about the various plants. She said, these two need just a little bit. They just need the soil damp. But these other two, the bigger pots, they need to be saturated with water. Do you understand what that means? Saturation, it means like soaking in the water. It's just just as much as you can get. It needs to be everywhere, all over those plants. And that is a great mental image for you to have as we start talking about this fifth step in the podcast niche domination formula saturation. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means getting your podcast out there. Essentially, it means marketing. Too many podcasters are shy about marketing. They rightly don't want to be that guy or gal who's out there going, listen to my show. Here's my podcast. Here's my podcast. Did you know I have a podcast? Would you listen to my podcast? Share my podcast. Would you please, please, please? And I don't blame you. You don't want to be that person. But you also don't want to just hide your podcast under a bushel and let nobody find it. Let's get in to this issue of saturation. All right, as we talk about saturation, we are really talking about getting your show in front of the people who it is designed to help. Now, that is the kind of podcast you're doing, right? One that's helpful to people. Now, that doesn't mean you're teaching tips or you're necessarily doing some kind of teaching. It could be entertainment. That's a help to people. It could be telling stories that are little known to help inform people about history or things like that. Those are all things that help people. And your podcast should be doing that. And so you want the people your podcast is designed to help to find your podcast. And it's your responsibility to do that. Nobody else's. Nobody is going to wave a magic wand to make your podcast explode. Viral typically doesn't happen with podcasts. You have got to do the work like you would with any kind of art or any kind of publication. You have got to do the work to get it out there. Just like a movie producer doesn't depend on word of mouth. They do advertising. They do movie trailers. They do all kinds of ways to help their audience find their movie. That's what you've got to do. You've got to get your podcast out there. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about a handful of ways that you can do that. The first is what I would call syndication. And this means making sure your podcast can be found anywhere that people listen to audio. So think about that for just a moment. Other than terrestrial radio, we're talking about Apple Podcasts, obviously, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeart Radio, and on and on and on the list goes. There are so many places that people listen to audio, and it's your responsibility to get this dialed in for your podcast. Make sure your show is submitted everywhere that it's appropriate for it to be submitted. Now, besides all those general listening platforms that I mentioned, there are also some podcast directories out there that are industry-specific or niche-specific. For example, There may be a directory out there of podcasts for chiropractors or for nurse practitioners as one example. You need to find those directories, and it's just as simple as Googling chiropractic podcast directory and seeing what's out there. Typically, there is a way for you to submit your show. It's going to require some kind of description, the RSS feed URL. It's nothing more than a web address that your media host provides to you. And they may ask you for some imagery that goes with your show. But most directories are not going to do that. They're just going to pull it all from your RSS feed URL, and you will be good to go. So first of all, make sure you get on all the platforms. I have an article I'm going to link in the show notes for this episode about how to do that, how to get into all the platforms that exist so that your show can easily be found. And then you don't have to say on your episodes, Go subscribe in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify or Google Play or whatever. You don't have to do that. You can just say, find our podcast anywhere you listen to audio. Or if you're even a little more savvy, you can include a short link to a subscription page on your website that includes all those platforms. And that way, once that page opens up, your listeners are able to subscribe on whatever platform they prefer. Okay, moving on to the second thing you need to do. To fulfill the saturation criteria, and that is social media sharing and promotion. Now, there's some tips and tricks I want to give you here on this one. First of all, make sure you're posting in platform appropriate frequencies. What I mean is you can get away with posting more on Twitter because Twitter is just a constant stream that disappears after time. You can get away with posting more there than you could say on Facebook or LinkedIn. So I've done a little bit of research. I found a great article by the folks over at CoSchedule called How Often to Post on Social Media. I'm going to leave that link in the episode description for this episode. And what they say is the following. On Facebook, one to two times a day is recommended for most businesses. On Twitter, an average of 15 times a day is recommended for most businesses. On Pinterest, 11 times a day for most businesses. On LinkedIn once a day or twice a day for most businesses. On Instagram, one to two times a day per business. Now, I think these are averages. And something I should say about this is that it also needs to be sharing not just your own content, but also other people's content. So in other words, curating things that you think your ideal audience might be about and be all about that. Talk about it, share other people's stuff about it, and share your own stuff now and then. You need to be out there so people can understand you're an advocate for the things you talk about on your podcast, and occasionally you share the episode content that you have. Now, there's also the issue of doing this the right way. The very worst way is for the first words of your post on, let's say it's Facebook or LinkedIn, to say, I have a new podcast episode out. That's the worst thing you could do because that's all about you. You don't want it to be all about you. You want to demonstrate to your audience that you are sharing something of value to them. And so make it applicable to them. Ask a question. Do you struggle with X, Y, Z? Make it clear who the post is for and tie that into your episode that you're sharing. That's doing it the right way. I've got an episode coming up with a guy named Jeremy Enns who talks about this kind of marketing by referring to it as coming from a place of empathy and generosity. That means you understand the problem points and pain points that your listeners will have, and you're generously giving them content to help them with that. That means your approach on social media needs to always be truly helpful in its perspective. And I recommend you always include a link back to the full episode so that if you're just sharing a social media post or you're just sharing an audiogram perhaps to promote some piece of the episode, people can go and find that episode in its entirety on your website. I would encourage you also in some cases like on LinkedIn to post that link in the first comment of the episode and mention that in your original post. All right, let's go on and talk about some other methods that you can saturate Your podcast out there for others to find. First of all, is by utilizing your audience. Now, this requires that you have a great show that they want to share in the first place. You can't expect people to want to share mediocre content. It's just not going to happen. You need to have incredible content, great content. It's so helpful they can't help but talk about it. That's the way sharing works. If you look at your own life, what are the things you tell people about without being asked? What's the things you find incredibly valuable, or funny, or entertaining, or amazing, and you need to make sure you're creating a show like that. Now, when you ask your audience to share, I typically recommend that you do it in a very specific way. I refer to this as the pause, ask, resume method. And what I mean is that in the middle of your episode, you do something like this. Hey, I sure appreciate you listening, and I hope you're receiving great value from this episode. I want to ask you a very specific favor. As soon as I finish this section of the show, could you pause the play of the episode and go to the sharing function on your podcast player or app? And right there, you can find ways to share this with specific people. And that's what I'm asking you to do. Think for a moment who you know would particularly enjoy this or benefit from this content and share it directly with them using a text message or an email. And while you're at it, include a personal note. You know, remove all the generic garbage that it might paste in for you and make it personal because that will explain to them why you cared enough to send the podcast episode to them. So thanks for doing that. Let's get on with the show. Now, do you see what I did there? I asked them to do a small action, I asked them to make it very specific, and I asked them to do it in a way that's personalized. And I also inferred which is true, that they are going to be helping someone else by doing so. All of those things will benefit you. And over time, you will see people sharing the episode and your numbers grow. Another way you can leverage your audience is to use emails sent to your emailing list, asking them to share the episode. Social media, individuals, doesn't really matter. Just do that periodically to enlist your engaged audience to help you share the episodes. Now, other methods you can do in this category is using other people's social, other people's social media. I mean, if you mention someone's show in an episode, like here in a bit, I'm going to mention an episode of Dave Jackson's podcast, I should tag Dave Jackson and reference the episode that I mentioned so that Dave sees it. And then Dave might reshare that and expand the reach of the episode again You see, you can do that in tactful ways. Now, don't tag people that it's irrelevant to tag, and don't tag a bazillion people. Just do it in a way that's tasteful, do it in a way that truly brings value to the person you're tagging, and leave it at that. Another option in this is that if you host your audio files with Libsyn, Every Friday, Libsyn does a promote the tar out of yourself post, and they ask everyone to post their most recent episode. They do that on Twitter, and they do that on Facebook. You should take advantage of that. Follow them on those social media platforms and participate. Very few people know about this one, but you also can tag Apple Podcasts and iTunes on Twitter when you post an episode of your show there. And they, many times, will repost that because they want people to use their platform. When you do that, I suggest that the link that you share to your podcast in that setting would be the one to Apple Podcasts or iTunes because they are going to be more prone to promote that episode along with you if you're pointing people to their platforms. Now, another obvious way in which you can leverage other people's social is to cooperate and coordinate efforts with your guests. Now, this one takes a lot of work, and I know it can be very frustrating because people seem to often want to be a guest on podcasts, but then not do their part to share the episode. It's kind of incomprehensible, but it does happen. So it takes a lot of work, and it takes a lot of relationship building to get your guests to feel that what they are being asked to share is worth sharing. So I say, make it easy for them, provide them with pre-written tweets that they can then tweak to fit their voice, provide them with imagery, provide them with the link directly to your show and send it to them in a personal email, thanking them once again for being your guest and asking them if they could pay attention to these words, copy and paste the following, modify it as they see fit, and then share it on their social media and you write that tweet in a way that highlights the proper episode with the proper link and includes the proper artwork. And you will see a lot more guests sharing your episodes along with you. Another way that you can get the saturation of your show going is to think of trade magazines or publications or websites or even media outlets that serve the industry or the niche that you podcast about. And think of ways you could reach out to those people. I mean, journalists often make their emails available because they want tips. They want content. They want people sending them things that they might be able to write about. If your show truly provides enough value, there are ways to reach out to the journalists that can get your show highlighted. This requires scrappiness and hustle. You've got to figure out who the people are, how to contact them, how to pitch them the right way, and all that sort of stuff. And this sounds like the kind of work many people don't like to put in, but I'm telling you, This kind of work really pays off. Now, you could hire a VA to do this very affordably, but you want to make sure they have the right instructions and that you're not doing it in a way that's spammy. You want it to be genuinely bringing value to the people that you're serving. And you want to appropriately leverage relationships that you have with people who might have connections there. LinkedIn is great for this. You can use the search functionality in LinkedIn and use the filters to find people who work at certain companies. See if there's anyone you know there, anyone you know who knows them. LinkedIn can show you those relationships and you can reach out to the people you do know asking if they would be willing to make an introduction to the people you don't know. I'm telling you, doing this can get you huge exposure for your show in ways you could never get on your own. So don't disregard this one. All right, this next one I want to talk to you about is massive, and it's called episode swaps or episode promos. What you want to do is identify a similar listening audience who listens to a different podcast. Now, there are ways to go about that. Some of it's guesswork, but there are tools you can use to make this happen. One of the ways is to go into Apple Podcasts or iTunes and search for your own show, and you will see some recommendations. People who listen to this show often listen to this show as well, and you can reach out to those show creators for this idea that I'm about to sh- tell you about. You can also use a new tool called Refonic to see that very same data in kind of a visual way that's very interesting. I will include a link to Refonic in the episode as well. And what you want to do is once you find that show, you want to pick a show that seems to have about the same audience size as you. That way it will be mutually beneficial to both podcasters. And what you're going to do is make a suggestion to that podcaster through a personal outreach of some sort, an email or a phone call or whatever, that you do what is called an episode swap or you do episode promos for each other. And let's talk about each of those. The episode promo would be you creating some kind of promo spot, maybe 30 seconds long, that you ask them to include in their podcast episodes for a certain amount of time. They do the same thing and you include that in your episodes for a certain amount of time. And you will see their audience takes interest in your show because the host that they trust and listen to already is promoting another show. You'll see your numbers rise because of that. Now the episode swap is even better in my book. And I became aware of this through a a friend, Scott Johnson, who was in one of my podcast mastermind groups. And he has a show called What Was That Like? It's a show that tells stories about people who've had amazing things happen in their lives. And he researched shows that have similar audiences to him. And he reached out to them and he said, hey, here's what I would like to do. Tell me if you're interested in this. I would like you to send me your very best episode. Of your podcast. And what I want to do is create an intro of myself telling my listeners why they should listen to your show and why I'm providing an episode of your podcast in my podcast feed as bonus content. And then I would provide to you my best episode and ask you to do the same thing. We would pull the trigger on publication the very same date. We would share data, we would share information, we would share downloads, all of that. And hopefully, it would be a mutually beneficial thing. Scott says his numbers have gone up every single time he has done an episode swap like this. And Scott has presented on this issue to tell how the whole process worked. I'm going to include a link to that in the show notes as well. All right, let's move on to another way that you can do saturation. And this one is kind of an old school kind of guerrilla marketing, if you want to call it that. And that is printing up business cards. If you look at the show notes on my website for this episode, number 148, I'm going to include some images of some business cards for a podcast that include all kinds of interesting information. It's the cover art of the show, a QR code where people can use their phone to subscribe, and much more. So check out those images. But what you want to do with those business cards is you want to use them as you converse with people in everyday life. You want to tell people that you podcast. When you're in conversation, mention it casually. Share a card with those who are interested. Leave your cards in appropriate places like bulletin boards or tables where you see business cards available. And I have also been known to leave a card for my podcast with my bill as I pay at a restaurant. Just make sure that you tip well or else they're not going to think of you very favorably. All right, one last thing that I heard from a guy named Jack Reciter, who was on Dave Jackson's podcast a little bit earlier this month, was he went to conferences that related to his podcast and he bought 10,000 stickers that showed his podcast logo and perhaps had a QR code, things like that. And he put them on the tables in the main meeting rooms. He said they vanished in no time. People really love stickers at conferences and stuff. So use guerrilla warfare type tactics like that to get this stuff done. All right, another main point here in your saturation is to refresh your episodes. Now, I don't mean you go back and you redo the content. What I mean is you don't let your episodes that have already been published die and disappear into internet obscurity. You repost them to social. You keep promoting them. And there are a number of social media platforms out there that you can use to schedule content that will enable you to just automatically refresh those older social media posts my favorite and the one that I use is Recur Post. There's going to be a link in the show notes for this episode about Recur Post. And be aware, that's an affiliate link. Just means I get a little bit of a kickback financially when you sign up, even though it doesn't increase your subscription at all. But there are others out there. EClincher, Meet Edgar, Social Umph. all of these for a low cost enable you to refresh your social media content without you having to do a thing. It's great because if your content is serving your audience in ways that are truly helpful and is not time sensitive, it's totally appropriate for you to share that again. But go back to the social media section of this episode and make sure you're doing it correctly. Not just look at my podcast, listen to my podcast. Here's a new episode of my podcast. Forget all that. Do it the right way in a way that's generous and brings value to your listeners. And my final tip in the saturation part of this podcast niche domination formula is that you repurpose your podcast content. You can do that through videos, through audiograms, through short quote images, through short audio quotes that you put on social media, through blog posts and more. One of the people that I follow to learn about repurposing of content is a gal named Amy Woods. I follow her on LinkedIn because she's always posting great content about how to repurpose your content. And she runs a company called content10x.com. You should check her out and you should check out her LinkedIn profile as well. At the very least, follow her on LinkedIn because you will learn more and more and more from her as you consume her content. And it will help you to saturate your industry, your niche with your content. Okay. I would love to hear your thoughts and your ideas about how to saturate your niche or industry with your podcast to help it grow and to help you dominate your niche i mean think about it how did apple and ibm and general electric become such household names well first they had a great product or service and secondly they saturated their market with content about themselves that's your job nobody else's but you can do it let me know how it goes for you and that's all i got for today I'm a dumb dumb